G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 110 of the APAC Mine podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining in once again. Um, pretty amazing guy I've got on with me today. Um, bodybuilding may not be for everyone. But in, in it, in its essence, is, is basically um, an art form, I guess, at the end of the day. And uh, what I like about today's guest is um, he's been able to use his body um, to its capacity, I guess, in many ways. But, but through that, he's actually learnt uh, there's so much more than the body um, with regards to life. And a lot of people uh, that sort of get into the fitness industry sort of get stuck in ego quite a bit and you can be, be trapped there really without really uh, connecting to your, your, your real self and your spirit. And I just think uh, today's guest, Leon, is an amazing individual which has been able to, uh, I suppose, over the last 20 years, be able to, to utilise his body uh, to get the best out of his, uh, well, from his, well, with his potential, but also to be able to, I sort of moved through that ego stage and sort of come into a, an alignment with his, with his real self and he's really helping um, you know, plenty of others through that uh, now to be able to sort of you know, get out of poor lifestyle behaviours into positive ones by utilising the body to build self-discipline, to be able to, to, to develop a practice where you have routine and structure in your life because so many of us don't have that, we sort of get lost. So Leon Stensum is a pretty uh, amazing individual which has been able to sort of uh, you know, achieve many accolades from a physical sp- uh, perspective, winning awards and so forth. But at the same time, um, you know, he's been able to help so many people along the way since becoming a counsellor. Rather than a personal trainer, becoming a counsellor and understanding uh, people's uh, emotion, emotional state rather than just the body. And I, I guess that's the trap that a lot of... Um, personal trainers fall into primarily you might think you're going to fix all your problems through your body you get some results but eventually you know the old stuff sort of comes back to you so to be able to like uh compensate physical training with um with some emotional stuff and uh some some guidance i think is really important and uh that's why i was so so keen to get uh, leon on for a chat because i just think he can help a lot of people through his own journey and what he's doing now and some of the the key things he's learned over the last 20 years sort of uh, moving into this space and now he's he's got a successful business on the sunshine coast uh, coast where he's helping a lot of people but also does a lot of uh, online work as well and uh, has written a couple of books about uh, his experiences and so forth so we'll talk more about that as the uh, podcast goes on just want to make a special mention to our primary partners green nutritionals who provide green organic superfoods so if you're looking for a supplement uh, in your diet, try and look for one that's healthy. These guys don't um, use any synthetics. Uh, they use pure, pure natural products, which are sourced from the best places around the world um, and uh, really, really along with what they do. So please check them out, uh, greennutritionals.com.au. Also, Pure Life Bakery, uh, their breads are available all around Australia. So when the uh, grains in our breads uh, are sprouted, the digestion process in, our, process in our body works a lot better. They make awesome breads, uh, all different types, um, all different ingredients, but very, very simple and, and clean. So please check them out, support them, purelifebakery.com.au. Also, Macforce Australia. So if you're looking for work or you're looking to employ staff in 
Queensland WA primarily, uh, please check them out. If you're looking for work yourself, particularly in the fly and fly out space, uh, check them out as well. Uh, these guys do a lot of work uh, helping humanity by helping people from incarceration into employment, but also providing uh, mentoring and, uh, and mental health support, which is really important. So please check out their website, macforce, M-A-C-F-O-R-C-E.com.au. All right, hope you enjoyed this uh, chat with Leon and I, and uh, yeah, please share with others. Welcome to the Outback Mind Podcast, Leon. Mate, thank you, Aaron, so much for having me, buddy. It's been it's my absolute pleasure. No worries. Hopefully, uh, you're doing things in a COVID-safe way down there on the Sunshine Coast, and hope you yeah. may not have a mask on while I'm talking to you, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> no, that's the, great, the, great, the great thing is I'm in my backyard, and it's, there's not a soul inside, and it's nice and peaceful. So <laughs> there's uh, no, no, it, it's very, very COVID-safe at the moment. Uh, that's good, mate. Really, uh, really grateful to, to have you along, mate. Um, I'm really, uh, look, you know, uh, really impressed with, um, with with what I've sort of been able to learn about you at a period of time. And it's, it's funny, we'll talk about my journey and then the fitness side of things too as we go. But, uh, mate, you, you've been really true to yourself. And I, I really admire that. But you've been able to, uh, you know, encompass uh, your passion with, with mental health support and, and that too, which I think is really uh, unique and important. So... Can you, can you tell us about your journey, mate, as a, as a young fella and sort of how life's evolved for you? Yeah, mate, yeah, totally, Aaron. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, if you describe me in a nutshell, growing up, I would have been the, the, the shyest, most shyest kid, the most anxious kid. But you, you wouldn't even get a conversation out of me, Aaron. And and my parents to this day, they, they, just, they, they, they still cannot believe that, you know, a child or anyone can go from being where I was and to where I am today, you know, speaking on big stages and, you know, helping people that are highly suicidal. And, and you know, it's, it's only been from, you know, I was I, I lived in a shadow of a brother that was very, very gifted, academically brilliant, you know, sports brilliant, you know, good looks, et cetera. And I, and I just pretty much hid in his shadow. It was easy. Life, life was easy, Aaron, to just hide in the shadow of someone that everyone basically called gold. That's what they thought about Dino. So... Mm. But it wasn't until, uh, you know, a long story short, until, you know, when I, when I was 35, he, he unfortunately took his life. Mm-hmm. And, and when, it, when he took his life, there was, my shadow was gone. And that's to a point where I realized that, well, it's time for me to now grow up and time yeah. for me to be now and find out actually who Leon is. And, and during that process, you know, when the grieving process, I don't know why, but my mind all of a sudden said, well, Leon, you know, we need to, we need to start you know, finding some goals, the purpose, a direction. We, we, we can't just sit in the pub and drink alcohol, you know, in the grieving process. So mm. my mind went very proactive. And I guess if there was a gift from God, I guess I'd say this was it. I just kind of knew what to do. And that's what I, I educate people now on how to overcome adversity and challenging situations. So I went on, I had a passion for bodybuilding at the time. That's what I was doing, natural bodybuilding. It was just a hobby of mine. And all of a sudden, you know, when Dean passed, I decided, well, I'll just go on and, and do a bodybuilding show, and people are like thinking, Leon, you're nuts. How are you going to concentrate or diet and do all the training when you're, when you're grieving and you're trying to overcome, you know, your brother's suicide? And, mm. and I, didn't, I didn't have the answers for then. I didn't really have the answers. But if I fast-forwarded 20 weeks and I ended up bringing, you know, the, the best conditioning I'd ever had to stage, I, I won all my shows. And at that moment, you know, it taught me, you know, that the power of the mind and how strong the mind actually can be, Aaron. And you know what, I, I, I don't, you'd always read this about believing in yourself and have faith and have hope and you're like, yeah, yeah, pretty cliche words. But the fact of reality is I just backed myself the whole way and 
you know what, and I just showed up every day and I didn't quit. And there were days where I wanted to quit. There were days I didn't want to show up. But I just kept showing up, Aaron. And, and, and then you, you fast forward, you know, to 2021. Now I, you know, I, I, I coach, you know, hundreds of people. I, I've changed the lives of thousands of people that have been suicidal. I own a gym now that I've built purely for a safe place for, you know, people to come and just be themselves and, mm. and I can and obviously manage their mental health concerns there. And, you know, and, and since then I've also lost, you know, prior to me building this gym, I'd also lost a couple of clients to suicide, a couple of mates to suicide, all within a very, very, very short period of a couple of months. So it's been a traumatic time. So obviously having to come out of all these, you know, troubled times, that's when I learned myself how strong, you know, human beings can actually be when our backs are to the wall. So I've got a gym now that I house and I work out of now just purely to help people with mental health concerns. I've written a couple of books. I'm also a therapist as well, as much, much a trainer as well. So mm. there's a couple of accolades I speak as well just to try to spread the word, spread the love and, and just to provide that hope and faith to people that they've just lost at the moment. Mate, um with regards, let's step back a bit, but with regards to sort of living in your brother's shadow, was there any jealousy there, do you think? No. I see a lot of people ask that one, uh, about the jealousy side of it. I think I think I always felt a little bit like the, the, the black sheep of the family, whereas you know, the rest of the family was pretty talented and pretty academically fabulous, to be honest. Mm. And I always wondered why I, why I got the leftover genetics. And I, I could never really understand that. But that's what I thought at the time. I was never great at school. And my whole family was. So there, were, there would definitely be a little bit of enviness and jealousy. There, there, there would have to be some for sure. And, but I guess what I didn't know was, you know, I, I just wasn't given a gift of, you know, to be, you know, a math genius or great at English or great at science. But mm. what I realised that I was when, when, when my brother passed and my, and my clients passed that, you know, I had a gift that, and that, that was working with people, connecting mm. with people, building yeah. rapport with people and, and children and that as well. So sometimes our gifts don't get exposed until we go through the troubled times. So back then, there definitely would have been a little hint of jealousy. But now I look back and I go, you know, definitely, at, um, you know, when Dean passed, that, that kind of exposed me and brought me to life, so to speak. Mm, yeah, amazing, mate. Uh, really, really... Um grateful for you being so honest and uh, uh, I guess see that, that that's tricky when you sort of get brought up in a family and things may not be sort of in alignment with you and you know you were probably mm. expected to be someone that you weren't and um, uh, you know there was always something bubbling away underneath that uh, that, that really um, was, was waiting to come out and I suppose you utilised yeah. the opportunity for that to happen and um, yeah what, what I really like about what you've, you've done and you're doing is, you know, you've used the physical body um, without ego. There would have been ego there originally, I would have thought, to keep you driven. But, but now to mm. be able to sort of find coherence where you can, you know, have a discipline. And this is a good thing about fitness is you can actually develop a discipline which helps your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You'll look up, absolutely. And I guess even if I was to go back, I've had a... You know, a lot of horrendous injuries too, and and, and and they never seem to have stopped me. They never seem to have got in the way. I always had a way of fighting back. And you know, little do you know when you you know you're in your late teens and early twenties, you don't realise that this is a gift at the time. And yeah. you know, I, I had a, a fractured femur, and you know, I bled out, so I was you know I was critical at the time. And, and I've overcome that. And I I come back again after they said I would never play sport again. This was soccer, and then and then a couple of years later, unfortunately, I did my ACL. And then I was out for another season. Then I come back again after that, 
and then I, the first five minutes I did my ACL again, mm. and then, then I come back to play again, and, and unfortunately the next year, this is like a crazy story, I fractured my ankle, and then I, I was out for another season, I come back again, I fractured my other ankle, mm. and this was just horrendous injury after injury, but I just kept bouncing back, and and again, it was just, uh, this was just, I didn't realise at the time, but this is really, you know, building my resilience. I just kept fighting back and then I had to retire from sport and I come back at 35, played again just before my brother passed and then unfortunately did my right knee, so I had that operated on. And unfortunately, currently I've just overcome a shoulder reconstruction, a dual hernia operation, and I just lost two mates. So, mm. yeah, but you, you're still going to find me you know, keeping my head above water and, you know, practicing what I'm preaching and I'm still showing up every day. And so it's amazing the resilience in life that we go through a hardship. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't see it at the time, but in time, Aaron, it can actually turn out to be our biggest asset we're oh, being given. Of course, that, that structure, mate. Like, you know, let's mm. listen to the kookaburra in the morning. He wakes up at the same time every day and he does his thing. You know, humans have got so much choice and we get thrown, thrown yeah. around to so much, you know? Yeah. Uh, if, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. If we if we can stick to uh, a set routine, a set discipline, or do something which is going to give us uh, uh, some self discipline, then I think then that's the platform where you can create your life from. Oh, Aaron, you know what? You you just made the one of the most sensational important points, buddy. Because one thing I've learned, you know, I've been really studied and gone down the road of motivation. Why is human beings losing motivation? What are we missing? You know, what is that? And and you know. To, to crack all the signs, it, it all comes back to, you know, obviously, you know, you can't sit around waiting for motivation. We know that. You, you find out the, the most motivated people, it's not that they're motivated, they just have a little bit more consistency in their motivation because they have routines and they have rituals that they don't change. So over the last, you know, five months with all the, you know, again, losing my best mate and another and another close mate as well and the, and the operations, all I did was... I didn't change my routine. Even when I come out of hospital, I went to the gym the very next day. People were like, you're, just, you're an idiot. And they didn't get it. That All I was doing was I was just doing what I could do. So I had to control the controllables to starters. Mm. And just by doing that, it kept my routine. It allowed me to eat better as well. So I wasn't going to eat, you know, comfort eat or, you know, emotionally eat or sabotage myself. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my routines, my rituals in place and just trying to control the things that I currently could control when, when, the, when the chips were down. And, and it seems... Very, very easy on paper to say that, but it takes a lot of discipline. And I guess that's the thing I've learned over the years, you know, probably over the next person is that, you know, keeping that routine, like you said, that kookaburra, he wakes up at the same time and he and he laughs at the same time every morning. He probably goes goes down at the same time every evening. And, and as human beings, sometimes it's a matter of, okay, we're getting up this time, we're going to brush our teeth at this time, we're going to have a shower at this time, we're going to go to work at this time. And, and keeping that little routine... Because otherwise, if we don't have that routine, it gives our mind an opportunity to make another decision during the day, which may not benefit us. Correct, mate. No, well, very, very well said. Look, you know, Leon, where we've sort of become unstuck here is um, like some some professionals might observe you or, or me or whatever as being like ADHD or having <laughs> or having like you know some imbalance because we've got routine and structure, you know, or. Like we, 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 we have, uh, there, there, is a, there is a diagnosis for it. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but you know, like if, you, if you're like, you know, you, you, you're doing the same thing over and over, then, um, then that, that's, that's really what the foundations of humanology are all about, you know, to be able to develop that structure. Um, so you can, um, you know, use that as your, as your anchor at the end of the day. And, and people, people would have observed you as being, 
you know, um, I suppose so, um, oh, I can't think of the word of it off the top of my head, but, uh, but you know, like, like having to like leave, leave your, your, your hospital or your, your care environment and then go to the gym as being mm. like super rigid, but like they never realise that that is your foundation and then that's what you're going back yeah. to because it's actually making you who you really are, but it's not only you that's benefiting from yeah. that, there's so many other people that are as well, you know. Oh, that's, yeah, brilliant. You said again, Aaron. And, and I guess, you know, back to the ADHD, you know, yes, I have been to the doctor and they, you know, for obviously just for a general conversation about what whatever I was there for. But he did bring it up the last time I was there and he goes, Lena, has anyone, anyone ever mentioned that you have a high degree of ADHD? And I'm like, <laughs> no, not at all. He, he goes, you know, because we can medicate you and, and calm you down. I'm like, what do you want to calm me down yeah, for? I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I said that this is this is my greatest gift I've got at the moment. It's my energy enthusiasm. And I said, don't take that away from me. Don't sedate yes. me. And 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 he, and he goes, okay, but you may you may concentrate better. And you may listen better. I said, actually, when I'm in my line of work, my my concentration level is a ten out of ten. Outside that, yes, I, I go a little bit astray, and my wife will be the first to admit that that I do go missing at home. Mm. But, but I also said that, you know, when he mentioned about ADHD, I said there's also a difference between, you know, someone with ADHD and someone that's just so in love with life. Mm. There's, oh. a, there's, there's, there's a different aspect there. And I said, look, I wasn't like this when I was younger. I was super quiet. It was only when I just started being on a high from life and, 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 and getting my cup filled up by helping people and talking on podcasts like yourself. I can, that's what makes me feel incredible. So... You know, there's a difference between ADHD and someone that's got energy to burn because they just in love with what they do. And, and so I said, no, I don't want anything to do with any, you know, ADHD. I'm just going to stay on my high life. And, um, yeah. and he goes, look, I'll, I actually, I'll probably agree with you there. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, maybe he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, 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 look the, 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 the clinical approach has got its, um, you know, um, I suppose values. But at the end of the day, mate, you, you cannot, you cannot really, um, I suppose, drown out the potential of a human because we've all got something inside us which, which lights us up, mm. you know, and I use the, yeah. the, the, the analogy of the heart being on fire, but usually that fire's gone out and, and inside that, that heart, although those ashes in an ember, if you can help that individual yeah. spark that ember again, then all of a sudden the fire becomes a light and you can, you can follow what it is that really lights you up and, um, uh yeah you know i just think that's why what you're doing whether that be using the physical body or whatever is to be able to help an individual find what it is with what is inside them to be able to get them going again you know and um and mm. like if you look at ancient or oh, sorry um uh, eastern philosophies like everyone's got a mentor in their life uh over mm. there some of the they that they follow their their whole journey like in western society we don't have that at all you know and um um, yeah. we, we, that's why we, we become so disconnected and that's why our, our mental health is, is so imbalanced I guess too yeah you you spot on that 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 word disconnected and I think that's the, the speaking you know that I was just done prior to this podcast was the same sort of thing it was just a you know the, 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 I guess the advantage of being on the Sunshine Coast at the moment is well there's two advantages and there's a disadvantage it's, it's a massive you know, opportunity to connect for people because it is a sort of small environment. But at the same time, you've got people moving here from 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 you know from New South Wales and Melbourne, so they're moving here with existing you know 
personal issues and thinking that maybe living on the coast here has got to resolve what they're going through. But unfortunately, everyone's got the same idea. So it's very hard to meet someone, you know, obviously when you're battling these high anxiety levels, which is super crazy high at the moment. So so yeah, we've got a place at the moment that's super disconnected, that word that you just mentioned. And, and that's why I have a little talk so we're having tonight. We just need to build on that and and start bringing the community back together because I think the whole world's getting so fast that it is so anxious and it's becoming disconnected. The more anxious people get, the less opportunity they're going to have of, you know, reconnecting. So mm. so that, that's why I guess the advantage of, you know, people listening to podcasts and, and, and it's one thing to listen, but you know what, Aaron, there's, there's nothing that the power of knowledge is, is amazing, but it's also, it's more powerful. It's going to take the action with the knowledge. To take the step. That's right, mate. We'll see. I'll give you a, a, a bit of a snapshot of myself. Like, I, I was in that real hole. This was back in 2009. And, um, uh, like, I'd never really been fit before. I'd sort of lived in the same sort of mindset as you possibly in many ways. And, mate, what happened was, um, like, I, I went to a doctor and he said, oh, you've got anxiety, you can take pills or you can exercise. And, I, like, I had been unfit for a long time. Life was just about a few beers and, you know, working and, and that was it. You know, a great family and all that around me. But I was in that rut. And um, that night I got home and there was a, um, a leaflet in the mailbox. And mind you, we lived in a, a country area where we never got junk mail. So, so this, this uh, leaflet said the first 24-hour 24 uh, 24 gym in Australia is going to open in Hobart. So I, um, I, I made, I thought, here's my ticket. And um, uh, what I did was um, I, I called them, I joined up, they were opening soon, so I was, I was able to, uh, to tap into that. But what it said to me was I can get in there before anyone else so they can't see me, so I can do my ah. own thing, you know? Yeah. Because it was the fear of judgment. And um, yeah, that was, the, that was the, 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 the key to the door, which gave me the ability to be able to get it there at 4 a.m. And, and basically set up a, a, a program for myself so I could train and then I could um, try and improve on that on a daily basis. And that was the foundation for me to be able to move forward. Yeah, wow. And, and on that note, you know, just for your listeners, you know, we're, we're obviously when we get that anxiousness and we're, we're worried about what people are thinking, we don't want to go to that party, we don't want to go to that gym. Mm. One thing I just tell people is, you know, obviously our mind's the one making up the story. It's what, yeah. what we actually think and it's not genuinely true. You know, just learn that that line as it isn't actually in that room. And when I say that line, that's the anxiety there that we're, we're picturing in our mind of what's people going to think, I can't do this because X, Y, Z. And so just understand that that line is just not in that room. And when you can try to tell your mind that, it, it can kind of forgive it some sort of ease to understand that, you know, it, it is okay. That line that you're visualising in your mind is not really there. And, and really a lot of that thinking was the judgments and opinions of others, you know, over the years. It wasn't really my soul talking or what was... Uh, what was, mm. what was really true at the end of the day it was all these um uh i suppose thought patterns which had been laid upon me and um you know i, I really had to push my body hard to clear that you know lots of lots of stuck thinking and that and and, and real anger that um that the body was was great for because it actually uh, enabled me to release that and, and the physical body yeah. changed it got stronger it got you know bigger i was able to achieve all these athletic pursuits and all that through it uh, but I hadn't really healed the the stuff underneath then, you know. So this is why what you're doing is good because you can actually do the counselling as well as the physical stuff. So I had to like really dig deep into, you know, mm. why I, why my behaviour was a certain way and why I sort of uh, 
followed the, you know, the, the unhealthy path because a lot of the stuff that I really wanted to achieve when I was a young fella was, um, was, uh, was, was put out, you know, the, the fire was put out to yeah. be able to re- reignite that again. Yeah, yeah, super, super. I get that totally. And, and you know, when people they, they they talk about the exercise side of it for the mind, and obviously, you know, it's you know, when people are going through their mental health concerns, uh, we we you and I can both you know understand it. Sometimes it, it's just hard to leave the room, and it, it's, it's hard to start to get the body moving because you you know you, you, your mind is just so consumed that is draining your energy. You just don't have any energy. And, and I guess when when we talk about the exercise side of it, it people if they can understand that. It, it's that, that, that hormone release, those endorphins, those dopamine, serotonin, they're just feel-good hormones that, that temporarily allow you to think better and make better decisions. Mm. And that is where that becomes addictive too. So sometimes for people it's about, you know, maybe it's just getting outside and getting some, some, some ray of sunshine or walking to the end of the street. And sometimes that can just make them feel better in itself. And then, then you can build on that process. But if, if people are wondering what, what's the value of exercise with mental health, well, it's just there's no other way of getting these hormones. You don't get them lying on the bed. You don't get them lying, you know, on the lounge. So just by getting the body moving, and if someone can't get to the gym because of their anxiety, sometimes it's just to walk around the block and listen to some music at the same time. And just to getting the body moving is enough to produce those hormones that can just allow us to make some sort of better decisions during the day. Mm, use the body to settle the mind. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? In, in, in a nutshell and vice versa. So, um, and, and that's just the, the importance of moving. You know, it's just so important. And obviously when, when mental health is, is spoken about, most people will be the opposite. They'll be overeating and probably be sedentary. And that's a double-edged sword there that's not doing anyone any justice. So it is a hard process for anyone to move forward but it's just sometimes it's just you know build on a process and just start one, one thing at a time and don't make it too overwhelming and don't try to do too, too many things at once and and don't try to be better tomorrow or the next day just understand it's going to be a journey and a process and just be patient with it and understand you you're allowed to fall back you know you as long as you can go two steps forward you're allowed to go three back the fact is you've got two steps forward which means you can get another two forward it's just you versus you and um uh, yeah, we we seem to compare ourselves a lot, and then that that's the trap, mate, because we've been so conditioned to compete and compare and judge and all that. Mm. There, there are things we've got to release first and foremost, and really get to to know yourself. Uh, you know, I've had a few people on this podcast that actually like, really love themselves now. You know, and they fearlessly yeah. say that because you know they they once knew that when they were young, but that was taken away from them. Uh, by yeah. by all the you know all the things that are laid upon us and that makes us feel worthless and all that but really there's an innate knowing within all of us who we really are we're just going to try and uh, uncover that again. Absolutely, just I always say to all people, just stay in your own lane, mate. It was fascinating for you, yeah. and just and that's all you can really do. If you start looking, putting your blinkers on, and start changing lanes, you know what I mean. It's uh, you know you, you can drive you can drive down the freeway to Brisbane and you can chop and change lanes and go here and there, but if if you just stay in your lane, you're going to get there as well. That's true. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and doesn't mean the other person that's going faster or changing lanes doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get there any faster than you. And then they're probably doing things that are unsafe along the way. But just just simplify every situation. Don't get too overwhelmed about it because we are going to simplify it. And just be patient and stay in your lane and understand it. You know, if it's okay at times to not be okay and 
and, and, and vulnerability is the key I always say to Aaron. Mm-hmm. I tell people, you know what? It's, uh, the, the starting point of anyone moving forward is when they can actually be vulnerable and understand that, you know, you know that they do need help. Mm-hmm. And the power of conversation is just, um, I can't, I can't emphasise the importance of it. That's true. Mate, um, it's interesting because using that analogy of staying in your lane, we're all going to end up at the, at the, at the, with the same result at the end of the day. We're, we're going we're, we're <laughs> yeah. to leave this body, you know. So, so it's a matter of actually being able to accept that and, and understand that you're on this path that no one else is on and you are very unique to who you are as an individual. Um, I just think, you know, that's where the Western culture has really become unstuck because it's tried to pigeonhole us down a, a path um, which, which a lot of us aren't aligned with. Uh, it's so true, but I'm just thinking about something you just said then, and and I'm thinking to myself, when I, you know, at times if I if I jump on a big stage and I'm I'm super nervous or which which I, I'm a very uh, I, I'm a high, I put a lot of pressure on myself because anything I do I want to do it at a at a super super high level. So, that, but 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 to me it it, it, I don't, it doesn't derail what I'm trying to do. I just want to make sure that I deliver yeah my best podcast or conversation or talk on stage. I always keep telling myself when I'm on stage with a big crowd, I just say, you know what. In the back of my mind, all I'm thinking is, you know what? I'm going to die one day, so why, what am I worried about is what people think. Yeah. And if I don't say what I want to say today, it's got to be okay because I'm not going to be here one day, you know what I mean? Mm. It sounds pretty crazy, but even simple things like that, you know, just reminding yourself that, you know what, we're, we're here for a, a very, very short time, not a long time. So, you know, just, just live it and be the best you can and understand that you're going to make mistakes. Even one guy in the talk tonight, he came up to Leon, you spoke amazing, incredible, love what you had to say. Can I give you some advice? So I'm like, Please, absolutely, mate. I'm, 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 I'm not egotistic. I'll take any advice from board. He goes, you're, you're one of the, the greatest speakers. I love what you do, but your energy is going to be your downfall. And I said, I agree. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you've just got to somehow try to pace certain situations. And it's very difficult when you're full of life and you've got full of energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I took his total response on board. So I've got a big talk coming up soon. So, you know, I, I'll take his advice on board. So I wasn't upset about his comments, I just go, hey, that's cool, man, I'm a human being, I'm, I'm up here giving education, if someone says I can be better, cool, I'll take their advice on board, mm-hmm. you know? Good on you, mate. Um, that's something I can probably help you with, actually, because I pushed the body really hard, and then I realised um, realized what happens if I get injured, you know? Will I get depressed? Will I, like, fall off the rails? Mm. So that's when I really dove deep into meditation, uh, and I learned from the Buddhists and that about it all, and um, uh, you know that's a process to be able to, like you know, settle your mind down so you are really coherent before you go into a uh, an environment where you are you're relaxed, and and that really resonates more with people because they're more in their parasympathetic nervous system when they're listening to you rather than their sympathetic. So if you're like jumping yeah. around like a like cat in a hot tin roof, like they're they're with you at that same level too, but. Um, um, you know, that's the yin and the yang, Leon, you know, to be able to sort of to, to develop that neutrality between the two, I think, is the, the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even it was a, like it was a seated event, so we were actually sitting at a panel, which was probably great because usually if I am up, I, I, do, I do move around. And, 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 and again, it's just, a, it's, all, it's all constructive. But the point being is that, you know, Aaron, there's, it's, it's okay for someone to critique you in any areas of your life. You know, we all want to be do great things, but people got to understand that, you know what, none of us are perfect and, and we're going to spend our whole life just whatever people say, take it as take a good advice on board, not get upset. Oh, how dare they say this or that? I loved it. It got me thinking. I'm going, you know what? 
yeah, I've had a, I've had a speaking teacher before, so I'm going to actually, you know, go back to her. I, I was going to and just say, hey, just I've got this nail. I just I need to, you know, relax a little bit. And, and I'm the most relaxed guy you'll ever meet. Mm. And but I just get enthusiastic when I'm talking about mm. something. So there's always little flaws and and anything in life. When people are, you know, we're always going to do things that are not how they want us to be. They're not going to be at, uh, they're not going to be the best, but we, as long as we keep learning, don't be scared that people want to give us input. That's, um, I think it's invaluable. Absolutely, mate. Um, you're dead right, and there's so much you know, wisdom in, in those words. And as, as I mentioned before, everyone's got their own individual uniqueness, you know, to be able to really respond mm. to that. Who are the three biggest influences in your life? Oh, wow. Uh, we, we, we're talking... As a, as friends, family, or or, or or you're talking hierarchies, or just anyone in general. A- anyone in general, like like if you sort of sit back and think, like who are the the three key people inside and outside yeah. your family, whatever it may be, which have, have really like been able to help you develop um, as an individual, but someone that you you've got a real connection with. Yeah, one if if I if I talk on a on, on a social aspect of. You know, a person that's taught me the, the education I've learned today. I've, I've, I've listened, seen, studied, studied Tony Robbins. And to be very honest, with you, he would be at the top of the list. I've never, I've actually, obviously, never met him. But I, but I, I, anything that he ever spoke about, I've read his books inside out, watched as many YouTubes as I can, and he would be one of the biggest influences on me in relation to what I do. I say him. I've got a couple of you know very 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 close mates here on the coast that are very very su- successful businessmen, and uh, and and they've watched my journey from from day dot, and 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 they've had some nice calming words. Probably the biggest thing, uh, which is probably out of left field for a lot of people these days, is that I I do spend my Sunday mornings in church, and that there's my calming place, there's my peaceful place. And it's not one individual really there. It's the that probably the connection place there at some mm. place where I feel um, that's where I get my charge up. Um, and, and again, it's, it's not for everyone, but that's where I've learned, you know, to, to have faith and have hope. And, 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 I, and I believe in everyone, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and, and I guess that's where a lot of results I get is that when you instill belief and faith and hope in the people, it is so powerful, Aaron. And at the moment, we have a lot of people that have sort of lost that faith and hope. And I guess you only need to put the TV on or put on social media and mm. you can see you know, the COVID war, you know, the anti-vaccination war yeah. or, the, or just anything in relation to the COVID at the moment. It's people, are, people are really losing that. People are really getting patient. And, and there are, there, but there's still some people that just keep a, that faith and hope that it's going to be okay. And they're the ones that will still sort of stay calm. So, so I, I would say, you know, obviously I, you know, a couple of really close mates, to be honest. I, I love Tony Robbins' education side of it. And, and the church would be my place where I get my peace. Mm, that's really awesome, mate, to hear that you're, Okay, to talk about that as being your anchor, and um, mm. um, how, how has that been a lifelong thing for you, or has it been something that's unevolved? <laughs> yeah, nah. The, 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 the strange thing is, Aaron, I've been, I've been my, my trainer partner. He's Christian. He's been on my back for the last, you know, seven years about going to church, and I'm saying, but no, that's that's not what I do. That's not how I was brought up, and I, I and I, and I just never really gave an opportunity because I visualised the, the Catholic Church and the church yeah. pews and the. You know, and, and that, that's the image that a lot of people have. But this was like a, it was like it's like a mini hill song. You know, it's just a you know, a good forty minutes of great music that I that I really enjoy. Mm. You know, half an hour of pastor, and then there's a gathering and connections afterwards. It's mm. it's a place that you know doesn't cost you anything, and it's a place that has you know like minded 
charming Christians that all seem to, not everyone there, but most of them are in a work in progress. But, you know, you can tell a, a nice Christian, they seem to be a little bit more calm or more relaxed than the next person. So you talk about, you know, meditation and, you know, border, and it, it's kind of just all different beliefs and different ways. Mm. I just choose to get that that calmness from, from, from my Sunday morning. So I, I, it was only really three years that I've been in there, been, been Christian, so I got baptised last year. I was, you know, I was christened as well, but it's obviously a little bit different. But mm. it's just something that I kind of lived on both sides of the fence. So I, I, I did my life and I managed to get to a, a great position at 42, you know, on my own, and, and, I, and I achieved great things. But I guess if I look at the last, you know, three years, you know, since I've been calmer, given out obviously a lot more, you know, calmer vibe to the people I encounter. And, and I've already, you know, I've, I've studied. I could never study in my life. I've done my counselling. You know, I mean, I, I talk on the big stage. I've written two books in the last couple of years. And, mm. you know, these things are just things that I could never have dreamed of. Uh, I've got a business that, that I'm, I'm booked out for six months. You know what I mean? It, it's just blossomed. And this is everything. The biggest change in my life has been the last three years since I've, you know, I understand I, I sort of ran my life myself and it got me only so far and I just knew that something was missing and it was that mm. spiritual side. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not, I don't talk, you know, I don't talk about a topic a, a great deal to a lot of people because obviously people have their own opinions, but sometimes it's about just finding what works for you and if it's, you know, if it's um, your own meditation, if it's, if it's Buddha, if it's, if it's being Christian, if it's uh, Catholic, if it's going to church, it's, it's really what, 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 what makes you feel the way you need to feel and what yeah. gives you that, that peace inside you that we all need. And yeah. that, that, that would allow us to be, you know, probably identify actually who we were. And I really didn't know Leon, who Leon was. I started working out who Leon was a few years ago, but I was still... I just, I just knew at 42 something was missing. I, the harder I tried, you know, nothing seemed to go that next level. And, and then it was, wasn't until I got a piece of myself and, you know, started realising then who I was and I started sort of taking this hands off the steering wheel of life, so to speak, and, and sort of let a higher a hierarchy above me make my decisions for me. Yeah. And, and things that just, doors have just opened, connections have just happened and, and things just seem to, you know, fall into place a little bit more. Power versus force, mate. If you force it, it'll force against you. But if you can let it flow and, and be open yeah. and true to yourself, true to your heart, let your heart lead the way and, and you sort of you know, guide you where you need to go, it's, it's awesome that you've been able to, to step into this because this has taken you out of your head and it's actually given you structure and an anchor there. Mm. Uh, and, and then you've got other people like that are really helping lift you up. And I'm not into religion at all, but... But I just know that that power of humanity, which is in that space, can be so, um, you know, uh, I suppose positive for an individual that might be a little bit stuck too, perhaps. So that's a that's a good thing. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And again, it's just the you know, in life's all about it, you know what 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 it is. It's find out what 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 what's going to be your rock, what's going to work for you, what what's going to get you where you need to be, and who's going to make you, or what's going to make you who you want to be. And a lot of people will probably never find that. They'll probably never find their purpose. And mm-hmm. and again, I, I I've just chosen my path, and that that's working wonders for me. And, and and the more I sort of you know let life kind of dictate and flow, I think you nailed that word flow right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I, I don't have anxiety, I don't have worry, I don't have that fear about anything because again I just have that faith that I know you know as long as I do the work and keep showing up and working hard and be persistent consistent disciplined dedicated in my life things will things will just you know fall in place yes mm. life's going to happen and there's always going to be challenges around me I have challenges around me every day but the fact is Aaron 
I can manage those situations, you know, way better than I ever could. You're more, more self-aware. That's uh, that's it. And uh, mm. you know, that's perfect word. If you if you look at you know your family primarily, they're all sort of working towards a goal and all these super you know excellent uh, financial outcomes. But I suppose if you can just like let that take care of itself, like how much life can be better because you're actually living more in the moment rather than sort of having your eye on something which is really disconnecting you in many ways too. Yeah, great. That's a great. It's a great point, mate. And, and again, it's uh, you know when you, when you are calm and at peace with yourself, it's amazing. You know what the mind can actually see and visualize. I also tell people if you you have a million things going on in your head, people wonder why they're tired all the time. It's like they're carrying a twenty kilo dumbbell in their yeah, brain. You know right. what I mean? They just weight it down. And and for me, if it means you know you know meditating, which which I love to do a lot of as well, I love to be you know. Just, just in tune with myself and have a lot of solitaire time. I'm also with a lot of people, but I'm doing these things just to be present and clear my mind. So whatever new education or whatever I'm doing, the, the brain has room to absorb this, but usually at the moment, people have got that black cloud in their mind when they're going through their personal issues. It's very hard for them to make rational decisions, good decisions, be the best parent, mum, dad, grandparent, um, mm. father, whoever it is. And and I think that's the, the thing about it, that's a shame at the moment is that you know, we're finding that stemming down then to the children. You know, the parents, uh, you know, can't quite get a grip of life at the moment. But I, I understand that because it's, it's challenging. Life's so fast at the moment. It's, uh, mm. it, it, it's really challenging. And that's why, again, we're doing what we're doing. If we can give any value to, you know, to, to any parents, children or something that's done, even if there's one line, word, one word that can, that can better them, um, we've done mm. our job. Oh, absolutely, mate. You know, it's not all about us at the end of the day. We're here to, totally. you know, utilise what we've been through to be able to help others, uh, you know, rise them up. But I know when I was stuck, when I was a young fellow, like I just needed these conversations like we're having now so I could listen to and then have some autonomy, you know. Um, Love it. Yeah, because if you can, like, just provide that spark for someone that can move them forward, then tomorrow's going to be better than today and all of a sudden you... You, you've got uh, purpose, and if you've got purpose, then all of a sudden, you know, life can be beautiful, and it's meant to be, Leon, like, it's meant to be enjoy, uh, you know, yeah. we're meant to be enjoying life, not struggling, and that's why we're not getting so stuck in the, in the, in the stuff that's, you know, all the, all the, the, um, the, 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 the misguidance of life and that at the moment, and all the, all the turmoil prim- primarily, if you, if you can be the, the calm anchor amongst all that turmoil, then your life will be will be okay because you're really conscious of what all the the, the, the good things in life actually are rather than sort of getting swept up in the fear and shame and guilt and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's so true. And, and you better had tonight, I, I had a few people this afternoon that were like, oh, yeah, I want to come, but, you know, I, I don't know, I'm just going to, like, relax and chill. And part of me was saying, you know what, no, no, get up and come to this event. I'm, I'm going to give them my time for free on a Saturday afternoon. You know, I mean, the, 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 the education's around at the moment. And, and, and one thing I just, you know, I pray and I urge people that, you know, as challenging as it is, as tight as we get in sometimes, but the, the, these opportunities to get education, knowledge, connect with people, mm. it's priceless. Mm. And, and, and I would have loved to see more people turn up turn up this afternoon you know it was a great a great turnout but you know that there's still a hundred other hundred thousand other people around here that probably could have come it's not that the venue could hold that mm. but there's a lot of people that that need that help and i you know it's so important that you know even yourself and myself you know the, the amount of self-development that we've got to do it's, it never ends yeah. it's something that you know you want to be better you want to just keep giving the utmost value to people so you're just going to you know, I work day and night just to make sure that I'm trying to impact on people. Even now, what's the time? It's 5.52 mm. 
you know, PM on a Saturday. Most people would prefer to be doing their own thing. But no, I, I would, you, you asked me to jump on and like, please, I'd love to jump on, Aaron. If we can give any value to people, let's do it, mate. Yeah, absolutely well said. And that's it. And like to have a growth mindset too, like and it's hard sometimes because the mind will take us back to, you know, the, the, uh, the mode of protection and worry and all that sort of stuff. But you can move through that and just be kind to yourself and have some calmness that all of a sudden, you know, you, once you let go, it's like if you're, if you're like about to deadlift a, um, you know, a heap of weight, if you just surrender to it and just let your body do the work, get your mind out of the way, it's amazing what can happen. Yeah, so it, it's so true, isn't it? And, and the, our poor brains, you know, and I feel sorry for, again, you know, you know the way life is at the moment and our, and our poor brains are consumed with, you know, so much negativity. You, you can't go anywhere without listening to, you know, some sort of, you know, negativity on the news or the radio. And unfortunately, we're just getting fed bad nutrition in our minds. And, and I guess there's anything, you know, you know, you and I both know that, you know, to, to have a strong mindset, you've got, you've got to feed it quality nutrition. If it means listening to, you know, great podcasts and listening to great advice from great people or surrounding yourself with great people, your brain needs great nutrition because uh, unfortunately our brain learns by repetition. So if it's getting fed, you know, some, some negativity all day every day, that's just what it's going to adapt to. So if, if you keep telling yourself, you know, good, I can't do this, so I'm never going to be able to do it. Well, your brain starts believing you. No wonder people don't have self-belief. So, so it's the old it's the old saying where the athlete will always say, you know, what you ask them when they've just won the Olympics or something, give what what's one advice you can get the young kids, just believe in yourself. Yeah. And people probably get over hearing about that. But fact of reality is that you can't help you can't just rely on people to believe in you. You've got to believe in yourself. And unfortunately mm-hmm. believing in yourself comes from self confidence, self belief, self love and, and in life, you know, when you start achieving goals and, you know, create goals for yourself for starters and start achieving little mini goals to get to bigger goals you start feeling that confidence and self-belief on the way and mm. that's one thing i i just advise people to do you know sometimes you've got to to get that self-belief you've got to do something great to give yourself belief that you can achieve something and sometimes that's you've got that's your stepping stone when people are a little bit lost sometimes get some goals in place mini goals inside the big goal and just take one step at a time and work your way towards that goal and that can build our confidence to go yeah cool i can do this mm. Absolutely, mate. Really, really well said. And it's never too late either, either is it? You know, mm. you, oh, I, people are stuck in their 60s, 70s. It doesn't matter if you can clear that and learn learn tools to clear that. Then the rest of the life can be uh, can be an absolute bliss. Uh, and and really, oh. a lot of the stuff that's happened in the past that's anchored you down in a negative way, um, you know, really does disappear. Yeah, that's that, that's a sensational point. You know, just treat the brain like a computer. You know, obviously, you know, if someone's 57, they've had, you know, potentially 57 years of maybe not nutrition, good nutrition of that brain, but it doesn't mean you can't obviously start feeding it and things will turn. I can promise you 100%. The average age of person that I work with is 45 and up. And so obviously they, they, they usually, they come to me with a, you know, they've had a history of, you know, whether it's trauma or abuse, there's something in there that, you know, that, that's really affected a lot of adversity as well. So we, we can turn that around, but it won't be tomorrow or the next day. We can't just unwire, you know, 45 years of, you know, what they've been managing in that time. We, we can't unravel it in a 12 months or maybe not even two years, but they can definitely be in a, a much better position, a better quality of life. So, mm. so everything, I believe, and I have to face that everything can be irreversible. Definitely, we can reverse anything. So, you know, even genetics. You know, people say that you know hereditary can be, you know, depression and and anxiety and all this. And and the fact of reality is that that there is a lot of truth to that. 
but it doesn't have to define who you are. My whole family, you know, have depression. I don't. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's mm. something that I've kind of fought the whole way when my family got caught in the trap. Yeah. So the genetic was there for me to have, and, and I was a very quiet, shy kid, so the anxiety kind of was there, but I changed that on the back end of achieving things I didn't think I could achieve, but I had to do that by being very uncomfortable. Mm. And oh, that too, yeah. So go ahead, and that's where the growth is in the discomfort, Leon. Like if you, you keep yeah. going around in the norm, you're not using your mind to its capacity, and you're not using your body to its capacity, but... It's all always the what if, you know, can I, can I move through this? I don't need to be stuck there. And once you have that openness and courage, then things can really change. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? And, and, and a lot of people probably get sick of hearing that about, you know, they've got to be uncomfortable. But the, the fact of reality is that, that the truth of the matter is any, any process moving forward. Look, any uh, a child getting start in high school is uncomfortable. Mm. You start the first day at a new job is very uncomfortable. Mm. Um, overcoming anxiety is very, very uncomfortable because you've got to be uncomfortable to overcome it. But, but what I can assure you is it's, it just becomes another skill. Yeah. You know, it's just another skill that once you get uncomfortable, it's only for a short term. And, and I'll tell you, in the short term, things get easier, but the longer we put things off and we let delay it for months and years, all of a sudden, you know, it just gets deeper and deeper and darker and the anxiety just gets mm. worse and then, it, then it's almost find it very difficult to get out of that hole but if you can just learn to be uncomfortable for a very very short term i can i can get i can promise you in the the, the coming years you know you, you're going to have, have a way better quality of life mm, that's yeah absolutely true and it just takes a step and probably like to get someone like yourself to help them is, is pivotal so how can people like get hold of you mate if they want uh, to to get some 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 guidance or advice or um, you know, some tools to be able to help them move forward if they if they chose to with the body or the mind or whatever it is that's in their life that they're trying to uh, to move through. Yeah, probably the easiest way to get myself. I'm obviously I'm on all the socials. You can you can find my, me easily on the website as well. You just punch in Body by Leon, and um, all details will come up. There's a direct uh, email there that you can connect with me on. There's also uh, Facebook Leon Senso, my name. You can just get that. Um, Instagram, I'm, I'm heavily on as well, just as Body by Leon, so just different names there. But also, there, there's a book on the website. It's how you think that that I wrote that. In. I wrote it for actually the non-readers. I wrote it like a preschool book, a very very simple book, but it but it talks about how to overcome adversity and the power of the mindset and and any sort of issues or dramas you you know personal issues you're going through. I speak about how I overcome you know certain situations and a lot of stuff that we've been talking about. Simple methods that anyone can use tomorrow, mm. and, um, and 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 that and that's probably uh, again why the book was written just to provide pure education. I took a whole of books tonight and. You know, and, and every single one of them's gone, and it's mm-hmm. and, and it's great. It, it'd be a book that someone most people pick it up and they read it in one sitting. You yeah. know, you can read it in two, three hours. That's it's not a you know five hundred page book. It was something that I go. You know what? Let's get straight to the point. And what do people want? What do people need? And I just sort of threw that in the book there. So that's yeah. um, yeah, yeah. but you can find that on the website. But it's uh, but just another tool that I give to people to go. You know what? This will definitely help you. You know, manage any situation you're going through. Yeah, awesome, mate. And to be able to make it easy and, and relatable is, is really important. You know, because that's where we sort of get stuck in all the all the complexity and difficulty of things. Yeah. If you can keep it simple, that's, that's that's really what people people need if they're if they're yeah. wanting a pathway to move move ahead. Yeah, that's super true when, you know, it's uh, when people are going through, you know, obviously darkness, you know, we need to keep things as simple as possible. And there's a lot of information around and sometimes some's nice and simple for us and some's very, very complex. Now, when someone's got a, you know, a mindset that's, 
that that's just not where it needs to be. There, they, they're definitely going to need the simplicity. And I and, I, and I, I'm the, I'd be the most simplest guy on the planet. I'd be definitely up there in the top ten mm-hmm. for the most simplest guy on the planet. But then again, listen to anything that Tony Robbins does is the same sort of thing. Very very simple, but effective, but straight to the point. And it's all, it's more about just taking the action on on these simple equations that need to be done, and and results will come. I promise. And one step at a time, and not be in too much of a hurry to to get the. You know the the body mm. that you're after, or run the marathon, or whatever. Like, just take it one little step at and one moment at a time. That's the gift, the journey, not 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 the destination. You know, so oh, so true. That yeah. that hor- that horrible word patience. No one loves yeah. the word patience, and no one loves the word consistency. Yeah. Why would they? They're the most two words on the planet that are the key to life to be very honest and the two things that probably most people lack and you could probably put number three in there is discipline mm. sometimes just having that discipline to show up every day and just again simplify the basics and be disciplined with that and and you know what i've i've i have my the four words i live to in life are pretty simple that's consistency dedication discipline and persistence i say i was mm. given i was given no real gifts academically athletically i've had to work hard but i've used them traits to get me to a pretty good position today mm. and have patience too mate that's the thing and patience is uh is probably the uh the 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 untold um I suppose emotion that we don't actually uh, understand or appreciate a- enough because mm. really that that is a superpower. You know, if you've got that, when, when people are stressed and anxious, uh, you can be patient and calm around the, around all that and and just be 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 present as much as possible. And that that's one of the things. You know, it's with with anxiety primarily, you you're, you're out of your flow. You're um you're stressed and you're you're worried and you're thinking too much. But if you can just calm down and be patient, that's where a, a real a real, uh, you know, untapped uh, treasure is with inside all of us. Yeah, it's a power word, mate. And without 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 talking about the Bible, mate, but it's the number one word. It's one of the. It's probably one of the top five words in the Bible. Believe it or not, it's got mm. your faith and hope in there, and you've actually got patience that actually goes high on the list as well. Because mm. everything is, you know, we're in a world of instant gratification, mm. and and we have to let that go. We have to stop wanting, wanting everything now. And this is why. People are running out of patience, mate. If you want anything, you've only got to press you press your, your Google button and, and, in, and put in what you want. And you know what? You'll probably have something delivered to your doorstep within a couple yeah. of days. And sometimes that's, yeah. that's even too long for people. So <laughs> let's go back to actually having the patience. And I'm telling you, your anxiety will, fight, will, will just dissipate a little bit by understanding that, you know what, we've just, just we just got to calm our farms, a lot of us. Yeah, re-nature ourselves and, and get back to the real stuff. So, mate... Um Really grateful for the chat, mate. Uh, really awesome. Um, I'm sure we're going to have more conversations in the future about various things. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm certain of that. And, uh, yeah, I hope people can reach out to you if they want a hand with the physical body or whether they want a hand with uh, their emotional body uh, or to be able to get things back on track because it sounds like you've, you've done some amazing things, uh, not only individually but also with, with others to be able to help them and the evidence is there. So... It's definitely an investment in, 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 in yourself if you can. You know, get some guidance if you are struggling as an individual. So I really thank you, mate. Awesome, Aaron. My absolute pleasure, matey. And uh, again, thank you for having me on. I do really, really do appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much for listening in. Hope you enjoyed that. Really uh, inspirational man. And I uh, really hope you reach out to him. Uh, look at what he does. And uh, if you're looking for some guidance, uh, in the physical body or to learn some uh, some new skills i really uh, yeah uh, be a great investment for you to maybe uh get some support with leon so um if you'd like to reach out to me also to give me some feedback support at backbinder.com.au 
more awesome guests coming up soon. So please keep tuning in and keep uh, sharing the podcast with others. Cheers.